that's weird. That's fucking weird. We should probably talk about it. There's a mystery here. Christy, this mint water is delightful. <laughs> good. It is quite good. Sometimes I do stuff like that and then I'm like, try it to my friends and family. <laughs> And I've done that my entire life. So when that happens, sometimes I feel like, you know, when people like give you something and it tastes gross, but you can't say no because they're so excited about it. Yeah. I feel like I'm that person always. And 50% of the time it's good. 50% of the time I shouldn't have done that. (laughs) It's good that you try things. Yeah. Are you still using that moisturizer or that face wash or whatever it was? I am. Um, The beeswax stuff. Yeah, it was moisturizer, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a cold cream. I don't know why. Excuse me. I can't remember why they called it a cold cream, but basically it's oil and water, and I shook it up until it turned into a cream. It's. I mean, your skin looks lovely, it's so neat it's as clearly heck. working. What What did you put in that though? Um, like in general. Yeah, it was like you want you want my whole recipe. I mean, if you don't want to give out the whole recipe, <laughs> but I just I forgot what the it's like main ingredient was so mainly it's um grapeseed oil and rose water and oh. then um a little bit like a it's like i would say like two two to one of each of those to the beeswax and then there's still like the little bit of beeswax that just melted all together and then you shake it up a bunch and then I guess the beeswax like emulsifies it together so that it's like a good consistency. Christy, you could be opening your own Etsy shop <laughs> selling your cold creams. Probably. Except it wouldn't be profitable and then my arms can't shake that much. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm too weak. It's like a shake weight. Oh my and gosh. Like, okay, when? When do I get to stop? Did you ever have to make butter in school? Is it like that? Yes, it's exactly like that. <laughs> that is exactly what it is. Oh my God. But it's lasted you a long time, or did you have to make more? I made more. Oh, okay. Also, um, also, I put some lavender oil in it and some vitamin E oil in it. Ooh, girl, you fancy. It's real fancy. That sounds nice. But I had to, I had to remake it sooner for a while because Matt decided to grow a beard. And so <laughs> he started using it. And, but it made me feel really good because he was like, yeah, I can like grow out a beard and my face isn't itchy. And so this really helps. And I was like, yeah, you're, you're welcome. Uh, that alone you could <laughs> sell on Etsy. I'm, that's it. I'm making your shop for you. Just, it's fine. Great. Thanks. I guess get me like a, a paint shaker or something and I can just <laughs> make it in bulk. Perfect. <laughs> That'd be great. We're always trying to come up with like the next great entrepreneur idea i know and we, we just can't quite get there mm. but someday i feel like it, it's the amount of effort that it takes absolutely we're like okay this sounds great but like don't make me do it every day right like oh i have to i have to make a logo for this yeah i have to like promote it oh no no the only thing we even remotely care about is the podcast and even that we could probably do better we could do better but <laughs> i feel like it's a hobby we've done like this is episode 26. Yeah. So I feel like we're doing pretty good. I mean, we're still doing it. Yeah. Th- this is a weekly commitment. It is. That's pretty good. Um, just an excuse to hang out and talk about weird shit, basically. Also, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is That's Weird. Yeah. Episode 26. We hopefully didn't do the same subject this time. Probably not. I didn't do murder. Well, neither did I. Oh, great. 
that's fine what uh, never mind you'll t- we'll get there eventually we'll which figure it out it'll be fine <laughs> which of the four elements does yours represent <laughs> earth oh mine would say i would say water oh okay perfect <laughs> then we're doing great <laughs> um yeah hi welcome or i should say hi. hi i started watching rupaul's drag race really late in the game but i love it better late than ever yeah i love it so much so this week, girl, I'm going to tell you all about crop circles. Ooh. Yes. Uh, as if you didn't know, a crop <laughs> circle or a crop formation is a pattern created by flattening crops without breaking them, which is apparently very hard to do. Oh. They sometimes show up so low and have been as big as like a thousand feet across, which is crazy. That's a lot of feet. <laughs> That's so many feet. I say so low because like sometimes just one will pop up, but a lot of times there's a bunch of them and they form some kind of pattern or message or whatever. Like in Signs. Exactly like in Signs, <laughs> which I love that movie. <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan. I'm one of his only fans. Uh, one of the ways to tell if a crop formation is a hoax or not, according to experts, is to examine how the crops have been bent. Obvious hoaxes will usually see the crops snap down into place in a sloppy way with the stems broken. However, so-called genuine formations show the crops folded or bent into place with the stems still intact and the crops still good to harvest. Ooh. Which I never thought that they could still use those crops once they become a crop circle. But apparently, yeah. Yeah, I guess you could. It'd probably be harder to harvest, but... Definitely. I'm sure the farmers are still pissed. Yeah. <laughs> probably. They're like, yeah, I could still use this, but fuck. Why did... <laughs> why? Uh, da, 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 lost my place. Uh, the bend in the wheat is often just before the first node. <laughs> wheat has nodes. And oh. um, it's, it's right before the first. And it has been suggested that this... Uh, technique is achieved by subjecting the area to a quick blast of extremely high heat, like, say, from a UFO, oh. an unidentified flying object. It could be that the um, the object itself is so hot that it lands there mm-hmm. and causes this to happen, or they're using some kind of, like, laser ray or whatever to shoot it. Wouldn't <laughs> it just roast the wheat? Right. How does it not cook it? Right. It's a good question, Christy. I, I don't have an answer for you. Or but, is it like they say extreme high heat, but really it's like moderate <laughs> heat. Just a little bit of heat. Like just it's to a get little it to warm. Bend That's over. just a little warm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't have that answer. Uh, and a lot of crop circles appear at the same time that there are UFO sightings in the area, which is why they usually go hand in hand. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. A lot of people believe that crop circles are created by aliens as a way to communicate with us. But sadly, they never leave behind like a translation guide or anything. So mm-hmm. where's I, the where's the Rosetta Stone for crop cycle? <laughs> right. <laughs> we don't really know what they're trying to say if they are indeed messages. Like it's just a pretty pattern. Is it a warning? Is it a map? Is it who knows? Just says hi. Well, I'm worried. <laughs> don't be worried. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> Uh, other paranormal advocates think that crop circles are caused by ball lightning, which that's something you talked about before, yes! right? Yes, crop circles and also spontaneous combustion. They're connected, I or they it. could be. Um, so the ball lightning, thats that seems plausible. That would be high heat. Yeah. Uh, and it would probably land in a weird way, like it would strike the earth 
in a way that would cause a circle. Sure. Yeah, I could see that. However, the people that say ball lightning is a like plausible explanation for crop circles think that the ball lightning is actually controlled by some kind of entity like a godlike figure what so that's where i fall out i'm like never mind oh <laughs> people think that someone's up there shooting those down making the pattern like with literally the zeus is just like <laughs> exactly exactly like zeus wow um speaking of zeus i saw wonder woman not once but twice oh it was great I heard I heard good things. It's it's fantastic. If I will go a third time if you want to go. Wow. It was I mean, I'm not a huge superhero movie person. Yeah. But it was very entertaining and I loved all the characters. Wow. For the most part, yeah. All right. Um I like the Marvel ones but only because I have decided that they're like episodes. Oh, true. If oh, you yeah. have if you have the level of expectation of like a TV series for the Marvel movies, then they're great. But then DC put out the Wonder Woman movie. Like, I, what is what is a uh, Scarlett Johansson's character? She's something shadow or something spider or something. Black Widow. Widow. Black Widow. <laughs> a shadowy spider. If shadow you will. spider. Exactly. I was shadow correct. Shadow spider. I was correct. Right. Um, <laughs> I probably wouldn't go see that movie. Mm. Or I wouldn't be as excited about it. I was more excited about Wonder Woman. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> just know that Wonder Woman grows up on an island without men, and it looks fucking fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to there. Anyway, back to crop circles. <laughs> My favorite theory about them is, that I just learned is that crop circles could possibly be caused by animals uh, because animals are the best. Well, yeah. Of course. Uh, because <laughs> the story is really funny to me. In 2009, the attorney general for Tasmania publicly announced that Australian wallabies had been found creating crop circles in their fields of opium poppies, which are legal there, by the way, after the wallabies consumed some of the opiate-laden poppies and then ran around in circles really fast. <gasps> what? That's what they said created a crop circle. That's got to be a lie. It, he, right? it, the person who said that is the alien that made the crop circle. The attorney general for Tasmania is an alien. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Though I'm surprised that he didn't say, like he said, wallabies instead of Tasmanian devils. What? Tasmanian? Those are real. Yeah, but they're all like dying from face cancer now, right? Jesus. I didn't know about that. What's wrong with their faces? I don't know. They just get cancer on them. That's awful. And it's hard to be a Tasmanian devil when you have cancer, I guess. Well, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, I mean, that's the cutest and funniest to me uh, reason for crop circles for sure. I I want to believe it. I want to believe that all the wallabies in Tasmania just like got high and started basically doing the drawings that the one pothead kid always <laughs> does in class, but yes. in, in the crops. Yeah. <laughs> They're just so high. They started running around creating these things and someone was like fucking aliens. <laughs> aliens left a crop circle. And then the guy's like, you guys chill with the alien talk. It was just the fucking wallabies. <laughs> Which I, I cannot. I mean, I'm kind of into it. I love that idea. It's adorable. That's officially what we think crop circles are. <laughs> Everywhere around the world. Yes. High wallabies. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking wallabies. Uh, so while crop circles became really popular in the late 80s and 90s, whatever, uh, which, by the way, it got popular then, I guess, because Queen Elizabeth put a book about crop circles on her summer reading list in, like, 1989. What? 
<laughs> so people were like, what's a crop circle? And they like read this book and go on with your bad self, Queen Elizabeth. She liked weird shit. I can tell. Wow. Yeah. I'm into it. <laughs> In 1678, a strange news pamphlet. Um, oh, I skipped what I was going to say. Ooh. So they got popular in the 80s and 90s. However, uh, crop circles go f- pretty far back in history. Mm-hmm. That's what I was supposed to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> Stick to the PowerPoint. I Jesus. Know, I know. My notes are all out of whack. <laughs> so in 1678, a strange news pamphlet talked about the mowing devil. Because, <laughs> of course, they thought it was the devil, which was wrecking farms in England. This is in the 1600s. Wow. So crop circles were happening back then, I guess. They were real angry about it, and they were convinced it was the devil. (laughs) Uh, There are other reports in the 1800s, and uh, there are actually quite a few in the 1940s. They've been around a long time, and the scientific consensus on crop circles is that they are constructed by humans. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which is sad. um, I mean, that's boring. Yeah. Most people say that human beings do it as a hoax or some kind of advertising or to express their art. So if it isn't paranormal or caused by animals or weather, then yeah. It's, it's our fault. It's probably humans. It's always our fault. <laughs> kind of a bummer, but still weird because why do they do it mm-hmm. at all? Why do they do it anonymously? Who is the original mowing devil? Exactly. And how do they do it? There's still a lot of mystery behind crop circles, even if they are created by humans, because... Farm, if farmers are looking at it, like, how the fuck did they do this? Yeah. I What? Like, how did you figure out that you could bend wheat or whatever crop it is in such a way that you don't break it and you create this intricate pattern in, like, 30 minutes when it's thousands of feet long? Yeah. Like, most of them occur at night, which is why it's, like, people sneaking into your farm to do it. Mm-hmm. But some have been reported as being created in the middle of the day, like... There was like one near, yeah, there's one here. There's one near Stonehenge that like just popped up in like a, a plane was flying by. Nothing was there. It came back 30 minutes later and it was there. What? And this was at like 3 p.m. in the afternoon. So that's pretty fucking weird. And near a bunch of tourists. That's pretty weird. So everyone was like, the fuck did we just see? So if that was a, a human with a hoax, I mean, that's a good fucking hoax. I just don't see how that's possible. Yeah, that's pretty good. Then again, I don't know a lot about farming, so maybe there's a tool that makes it super easy, and I just have no idea. That's true. I don't really know anything about farming either. <laughs> but I, I did grow up near a lot of cornfields, and I always uh, secretly hoped that one day one of them would have a crop circle. Of course. That's all you ever want near a farm. <laughs> Going on a road trip, you're like, I hope there's a fucking crop circle out here. <laughs> Look at this wheat for miles. I hope that there's a crop circle. <laughs> We just we only had corn mazes. Those were all intentional. <laughs> Those are the intentional. Those are the intentional uh, ones. crop circle. Those are the crop circles that look like Mickey Mouse, <laughs> and someone mowed that there on purpose. Did they really make a Mickey Mouse corn maze? I don't know. Probably. With there's first of all there are like seventy five um, farms in Indiana and Illinois where people um, make. Uh, corn mazes. I thought it was just a Halloween thing. They do this year yes, round. It's just a Halloween thing. Oh, okay. But every year they do a different one, usually. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> it's not always Mickey Mouse. <laughs> well, it sounds great. Sometimes it's a pumpkin. Oh, that Sometimes makes sense. it's a witch. Sometimes they have several fields with different things. I would go to the witch one for sure. Yeah. 
I'd probably get lost and be really scared. <laughs> so have you been into a bunch of them then? Uh, yeah, mostly the same one over and over again. Do you really just find your way out by doing the, like, follow? You just, like, keep no, your hand on the left or whatever. No, you're not supposed to do that. You'll break it. Oh, you're not allowed to touch the You're not maze? supposed to, like... I mean, if you if you really get lost and you're, like, dying and you're real sad, it's <laughs> usually... <laughs> it's usually a small enough, like, cornfield where you can just pick a direction and walk. Basically, you just pick a direction and walk forever. And then you can get out. Oh, okay. Well, that makes me feel better. But, I mean, these are made for kids. And, like... <laughs> true. I only went while I was a kid up to, like, a teenager. Mm-hmm. So, we didn't get lost. It was... Like the shape of a ghost. <laughs> okay, good. Good to know. <laughs> I never children of the corn my Halloween. <laughs> but they did have scary as fuck at barn mazes where they took hay bales and made multi-level barn mazes that would 100% trap you and murder you if anything caught fire. Oh my God. That's yeah. true. What if someone set a corn maze on fire while everyone was inside of it? They would all die. Jesus. Um, There are... A couple people that work there that always, like, know the maze pretty good because people always get lost. Yeah. And kids always go in there, get lost in a small dark corner, and cry a bunch. Um, <laughs> so somebody has to go in there with, like, a flashlight and guide them out. So I guess, theoretically, those people could hope to go in and get somebody out. But, like, you're fucked, basically. Jesus. I don't really know what they would do try and put it out <laughs> today i learned corn mazes are more terrifying than crop circles <laughs> <laughs> yeah they were really fun at the time but i don't think i'll ever do that again just because now i realize how much i would have died if it set on fire makes sense and they would always have like they'd have a corn maze made of corn that's dry because it's the end of the year mm-hmm. and then a section where everybody had bonfires and then next to that a barn where there were, were hay bales and then like somewhere in between there there's always a pumpkin patch mm. so sounds about right basically somebody manufactured that to sacrifice people to some sort of what uh halloween god right probably is there a halloween god if not know. there should be there ought to be i don't know we got <laughs> on a tangent no it's Are great you? it's great i was done <laughs> that's it that was just a small piece of um when you grow up somewhere where people can grow things and not in the desert, I think. Is exactly. Yeah. We couldn't grow shit where I grew up. So I'm always fascinated. One, that crops exist. And two, <laughs> people make fucking mazes in them and shit. I'm like, what? I just had the desert. There's like a tumbleweed that you would chase. And then that was pretty much it. I think they do that out here, too. Oh, God. So Good to know. I guess you're going to a corn maze in Halloween. That's true. I was recently on a road trip going through Washington and Oregon. And I saw a bunch of signs that said corn mazes and stuff. And yeah. like the fuck um eastern washington as far as i can tell is pretty much indiana it seems that way yes 100 percent. okay i'm ready what did you do this week i assume not crop circles not crop circles (laughs) crop circles (laughs) um i did the franklin expedition Ooh, what's this it's a expedition that got lost in arctic Hmm. yeah okay okay so This is what happened in 1845. The HMS Erebus and the HMS Terror. Terror? Terror set sail from England. um, And they had a couple of supply ships go with them all as far 
as Greenland. And the goal was to um, navigate like the last part of the Northwest Passage, which I had to look up. Um, but it's basically like, you know, there's the Arctic and there's the tip of Canada. Uh-huh. And then there's just a bunch of like islands and ice and stuff like that. So you can kind of sail through that. Okay. Seems but dangerous. People hadn't sailed through that yet. And it is hella dangerous <laughs> um, because these guys got trapped in ice. Ooh. Yeah. So they set sail and then they got trapped. Um, right before they left Greenland, they sent some like letters home and they also sent a couple of guys home because I guess the guy who's running the expedition, um, Franklin is his name, his last <laughs> name, obviously. Of course. Uh, didn't allow any drinking or swearing on his ships. So I assume that like five dudes just got sent home for drinking and swearing, which means that you should always drink and swear. I hate that guy. Because these are the people that dodged the bullet. They went home. The other people got trapped in ice forever. Forever? Forever. Um, to the point where uh, they found the ships recently and some people are so well preserved that they can get DNA samples from them. And the pictures are the worst. I I used to be really into shows about mummies when I was a kid. <laughs> yes. So, like, I definitely was into it. But I'll put the pictures. They're real scary. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you more about them later. So, basically, um, they left. They um, went to the Arctic. And, like, there's this Canadian Arctic area that they kind of got stuck in. Um, and they spent the winter on Beachy Island, which I'll have to show you a map because these are just a bunch of random islands above Canada. <laughs> Beachy Island. Beachy Island. Um, and they threw crew, three crew members died and they were buried there. This is all stuff, by the way. People have been looking for these ships literally since they died. Um, oh, wow. So it's been like 171 years to up till last year when they finally found the last ship they just found them yeah damn um that's why this is my that's weird because there's literally been a ghost ice ship floating around the arctic for 171 years called the hms fucking terror ashley (laughs) that how is that not a movie that sounds like some that sounds like a movie plot i think it is a movie (laughs) like somebody's made a movie about this there are many books um because people just kept like doing expeditions to try and find out what happened with these people. So there's actually like a lot of information. So people have written books about like what happened. So this is why I know so much about what happened to them. So they all, three of them died on Beachy Island and then they like went on their way when it wasn't winter anymore. And then in 1846, they got trapped in the ice off the coast of King William Island. And then they just all died. Um, So in 1948, so two years later, um, they left a note which says Franklin died in 1847, and then they're all going to start walking to the mainland in Canada. So they got trapped in so much ice that they could just leave their ship, be like, ah, fuck it, and just start walking across the ice to the island. Mm-hmm. And then they lived there for a little bit, and they're like, you know what? I guess we're just going to walk across the ice and get to the mainland. So most of them died on the island and then like 30 to 40 made it to the mainland and they died like hundreds of miles away from civilization and then they sent people to find them and some people found some inuit people 
who saw them. Oh, wow. And were like, oh, yeah, those white guys, they were fucking starving. Weird. <laughs> Hundreds of them. Like, gross. There, there's like, um, there were like 129 people on this expedition, and they all just slowly, like, took a trip from those uh, two icebound ships and died in a caravan from the island to the coast, basically. Oh, shit. So they never made it anywhere? No, not at all. I like that the pe- the locals were like, fuck those guys. Yeah, fuck those guys. <laughs> um, it's unclear. Like, I, I mean, if you're just like one Inuit dude going hunting for some whatever they hunt, and then you see like 40 white dudes just starving and all real sick, what are you going to do? You're like, I'm, you know... I'm not, I'm just going to hide right here. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably be like, mm, I don't know. They look, <laughs> they're a bunch of white dudes. They look very confident. They probably know what they're doing, right? They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. They had bold dads. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, they just, uh, it's it's kind of unclear. Um, there's a, a guy that was living with Inuit people from, I assume, England, called Charles Francis Hall. And so he did two expeditions around that area to try to find them. And he came back with a lot of those interviews with people that did see them um, and a lot of, like, artifacts from where he found where they fell and stuff like that. Um, but he never found them. And he thought that he he kind of, like, looked out where they all were dying and fell and all their crap got left everywhere as they died. Then he thought that he would go to different like Inuit tribes like in that area and see like if any survivors were living with them cuz he figured if there were any living people they'd just be like you wouldn't just find them. Right. They'd be with some tribe of people or something. They weren't. Nobody was. Everybody died. Jesus. Yeah. I feel like I've said that like four times. <laughs> so, um yeah, they've been looking for these ships since that time. And um, then they found some. They found the Erebus in 2014, and they found the HMS Terror in 2016. <laughs> um, and they found people on the ship that were so well preserved that their like skin and hair and even their eyeballs Ew. were still intact. Just because it was so cold. Yeah, because it's so cold. So the pictures are like they look like normal people that are just a little chilly but then like the you know skin around their like mouth and their eyes is like Ew. pulled back and stuff because they're they died obviously <laughs> <laughs> but other obviously. than that it's like horrifying um but they took dna samples from that and they could kind of do a little bit of pathology and find out what they died um and first of all a couple of them somebody is suggesting that maybe they were women Oh. Yeah. Like, it's debatable because other people are saying, like, well, I mean, the DNA was so old, like, maybe the X chromosome didn't show up. Or the Y chromosome. That's the one that means you're a boy. <laughs> but they couldn't tell based, like... So the the person who thinks this is, like, well, I don't know, like, based on their, like, bones and we got a couple of DNA samples, they might have been, like, at least four of them might have been just, like, women in disguise or just, like, straight up women. Right. Um, and I, some people find that hard to believe, but like, I don't, I don't know if it's that hard to believe that like, 
a woman would dare go on a groundbreaking expedition. I'm sure that happened all the time. Like weren't like if, if women wanted to do anything other than like be a wife and mother or whatever, you know, yeah, you back just dressed then, up like a dude, you had to dress up like a dude. Yeah. I'm not that surprised by it. it I, I don't know. It seems like more surprising that it would just be like, no, even though you have reason to believe this, it's impossible for even a couple women to decide that they want to go on a really famous groundbreaking expedition. That's some bullshit. I thought you could tell by by uh, the bone structure, like the, um, fuck, what am I thinking of? Yeah. The hips. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't think it's perfect, but I think so. Okay. I think that might be why he thought some of them were. But I mean, I guess maybe that these ones are like some of the, some people were super well preserved. Other people just kind of died, you know, got eaten by like polar bears or whatever. (laughs) Um, There's a great picture that's, that's an artist rendering of just basically some polar bears eating the ship. It's, that sounds it's amazing. real real pretty real hardcore looking anyway um so most people i guess died like from pneumonia or tuberculosis and le- they all had lead poisoning all of them all, like i think maybe they're if they had canned food maybe that could have given them lead poisoning oh wow but i'm not sure why they all had lead poisoning because was it was the past that. and people are bad at material science then true i was gonna say the ship like mm. I don't know if a ship is made out of lead or not, or if it would have been back then. I think it was wood. Wood? It was a wooden ship. I think so. Holy it shit. looked wooden in the in the polar bear eating artist rendering. <laughs> <laughs> well, then it must be true. But they were like steamships because they had like coal and stuff, but they also had masts. Um, anyway, everybody died uh, from stuff, and also there were some cuts on bodies that suggested that there was some cannibal- cannibalism. Because you can't have a shipwreck story without cannibalism. Of course. Yeah, I was waiting for that. Yeah. And uh, I, I guess one of the, like, way back when, at the time, when they interviewed some of the Inuits that they found, they were like, yeah, dudes were eating each other. Holy fuck. So maybe that's why they stayed the fuck away. Who knows? Um, yeah. So they ate each other and died of, like, pneumonia and lead poisoning. And all while they were doing... Uh, ill-prepared trek from a island in the arctic to the mainland of canada that's a mess that whole thing yeah it sounds bad and yeah it sounds bad basically they found uh the ships and they were they're pretty intact like they're pretty good in pretty good shape for ships that have been trapped in ice for 170 years right so pretty much hms terror has been floating around like a ghost ship for 170 years and um it they thought that it was going to be in this one spot off the coast of where they both got stuck Mm -hmm. but it broke away from the ice and basically had been floating around and it floated and it ended up in uh terror bay and it was named that before they knew that it was there everybody thought it was somewhere else so they didn't just go oh the hms terror it was found here let's name it terror bay no the hms terror found terror bay itself why are so many things named terror i mean it is cold and horrifying up there i'm sure (laughs) i guess so so that makes that makes sense to me and then you have beachy island (laughs) then you have beachy island which they clearly should have stayed on exactly the fact that terror the ship ended up in terror the bay is 
pretty fucking crazy. That's a crazy, creepy coincidence. Yeah, I liked that part the best. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much it. Um, I mean, at least people think that it sort of floated around there by itself. Uh, although other people think that maybe it indicated that they managed to get it unstuck for a little bit and then sail it into Terror Bay and then went shit and then it got stuck again and then they all died some more. Oh, wow. I would say global warming probably loosened that baby up a little bit, but <laughs> that that makes sense. Actually, <laughs> global warming. <laughs> it's been because it was like hundreds of years, right? Yeah. So, yeah, sure. I'm sure the ice melted just a little bit. Just a little since then. Just yeah. And bit. I mean, they had up until 2016 to find it. Fuck. That's when they found it. Um, the other thing that I read about how how it was found was people were literally looking for this forever. And then this one guy who was a like Inuit person that lived up there, I guess, and he joined like the Mounties or something. He joined whatever people that were looking for it and was like, you know what? I saw a ship like that kind of meets that description, but it wasn't here. It was like over here. I kind of remember. Maybe we should check there. And then they found it within two hours of going there. Oh, shit. Like, literally just some dude was like, oh, yeah, I've been there before. I saw a ship like that on, like, one of my walks or, like, what while I was walks? out hunting or something. <laughs> and and they immediately found it. All they had to do was just ask that guy, I guess. Incredible. That's why there's so many, uh, like, missing persons cases or whatever. It's like someone knows something or someone saw something and you don't even fucking realize it. You're just like, oh, that's a weird looking girl. And then you go back to whatever it was you're doing. And then 30 years later, you're like... I saw her. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. So that's it. That's pretty much. Anyway, they all died. Anyway, they all died. <laughs> that's my new favorite thing. Anyway, they all so died. Anyway, they all died. That's pretty accurate, I think, for most of the stuff that we talk about, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, the end, when If we ever get murdered, someone will tell our story on a podcast and they'll be like, anyway, they both died. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Someone <laughs> tell our story. <laughs> Uh, let our voices be heard <laughs> um if you die and get murdered but i don't die um do you want me to keep doing the podcast but i'll just talk to myself please yeah i want you to go kind of gray gardens you know like i want mm -hmm. it i want you to just really focus on this yes but start talking to yourself and wearing a headscarf and like really go for it okay i will okay i expect you to do the same <laughs> of course maybe like and then they all died, right, Christy? <laughs> what if I start doing a, what if, yeah, what if I was doing like a voice for you? Yeah, like you have to. That's how it works. That's right, Ashley. You're <laughs> hilarious. Thanks, Christy. I'm like, oh my God, you're so nice. That's how I imagine life after my death would be. That's so sad. We're going to be lunatics on a ghost ship. That yeah. is this podcast. That sounds great. <laughs> I don't know what your problem with that is. No, I mean... <laughs> I could choose a future for myself <laughs> I mean maybe not that one <laughs> <laughs> sounds dope honestly <laughs> well cool that's creepy and amazing yeah and terrific oh, oh I see what you did there gotcha got him got the, him I feel like the youth say that maybe not maybe it's just a thing everyone says do the youth say that i hung out with a 14 year old for last week so is that <laughs> what she said yeah she's if anything happened she would just look at us and be like got him <laughs> like what all right <laughs> teenagers are weird i don't know what to tell you i don't think i'm 
old yet, but I already feel out of touch. <laughs> Maybe I always have been. I think once you're over the age of like 18 or, or 21, yeah, that just it just kind of gets worse after yeah. that with feeling out of touch. So we're well we're up there, you know? Well on our way to being someone's problematic grandparents. <laughs> someone's crazy aunt. Yep. Aunt. I used to say aunt, but now I try to say aunt since that's, I think, the proper way to say it. Uh, it definitely makes more of a distinction between the bug and the person. Exactly. But what if you don't need to make that distinction? I mean, my name is Ashley, so and I am an aunt, so people say Aunt Ashley because it's the same oh. A sound. Yeah. But Aunt Ashley, because then, yeah. then you try to say <laughs> yeah. it like that. Anyway. That sounds posh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fancy. Aunt Poshly. I Aunt Ashley drinks water with mint leaves in it. Wow. <laughs> So, yeah, I feel I feel great right now. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, this might end up being our longest episode. Oh, no. I forgot what the longest the last longest one was. Mm, another one where we got off track and talked <laughs> about stuff, I think. Where we talked about weird stuff. For Actually, I think too long. I think it was uh, another historical one, but I ended up accidentally talking for like 20 minutes. You know what? History's fucking weird. So, yeah, true. What are you going to do? We'll post all of our show notes. That's weird.org. Yeah. And I have lots of pictures to post. Oh, good. So. Of dead bodies frozen in a ship. Yeah. I can't wait to see And maps of where they're located. Yes. (laughs) I'm very excited. I'll post some crop circle photos too. Yes. With translations. Yes, of course. (laughs) From the aliens themselves. Knew it. If you want to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at That's Weirdcast. I'm still waiting on those weirdo pins. I'll let you know oh when they're gosh. ready. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yes. We can, <laughs> that way you can brand yourself as a weirdo just in life. You know, it doesn't have to necessarily be related to the podcast. It's true. You don't have to tell people about us, but you should tell people but about you, us. Though. But you should. You Please. should. Okay. <laughs> uh, we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.